Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast and our Consistency 365 series. I am Elizabeth Benton. Let's start your day off right, assuming that your day is just starting. And if it's not, let's end your day right. One thing that I've been working on a lot lately is differentiating between what brings me pleasure and what brings me happiness. A lot of times in the past, I have conflated these two things. And because something is pleasurable, ah, it makes me happy. I enjoy it. I deserve it. Or I'm stressed. And so this thing that brings pleasure will help with that stress. But that hasn't been true. Oftentimes, this thing, food for me or sugar, for some people, it's spending money. For some people, it's alcohol. For some people, it's you know any number of different things. I would tell myself that because something is pleasurable, it therefore is a great option when I'm stressed or if I'm overwhelmed or if I'm upset or if I'm tired, but it's not because some things that are pleasurable create stress when we turn to them inappropriately or in amounts that are excessive or frequencies that are excessive. And so pleasure can cause pain. And pleasure can erode happiness and pleasure can exacerbate stress. Certainly not always, but we have to pay more attention and we have to be more honest and we have to slow down and be more thoughtful about this to make sure that we aren't turning to something that is pleasurable without acknowledging that it, er it erodes happiness so that we can notice when we're turning to something that is pleasurable when we're stressed without acknowledging that it creates more stress. I like ice cream. It has a momentary pleasure to offer me, but it does not make me happy. Ice cream does not make me happy. It was interesting. The other day I posted in the Primal Potential Facebook group about how one of my tools for deciding whether or not to indulge is evaluating whether or not something's worth it. And I shared in this post that I had been at a bridal shower and I looked at the dessert table. And while it looked lovely, it was beautiful. I'm sure everything was good. There was nothing there that was like my thing. You know, there wasn't like an ice cream bar with homemade gelato. There wasn't any red velvet cupcake over there or even any cupcakes at all. And so to me, it was just like, I'm sure all of those things would be good they're not the thing that I would go out of my way to seek out. So just not worth it. Just not worth it for me. Or they were serving wine and I like wine, but it's just, it's not my favorite. So it's not worth it. If they had a special tequila tasting or a spicy margarita bar, that would be a different story. And somebody was like, yeah, but you got to live. Yeah, but you got to live. And that's a perfect example of where and why I think it's so important to differentiate between pleasure and happiness. The things that often bring me pleasure are not the things that bring me happiness. 
having quality time with my kids absolutely brings me happiness. I wouldn't even describe it as pleasurable because that just doesn't even scratch the surface of what it is. It's so much deeper than that. But when we're talking about food or we're talking about alcohol or we're talking about, you know, buying a new pair of shoes, those things don't bring happiness. Momentary pleasure, yes. Happiness, no. Don't just blindly follow pleasure. Slow down differentiate, ask yourself, what am I really seeking? Is there something that brings me pleasure and also happiness? Or is there something that at least doesn't erode happiness, doesn't take away from happiness? Can I pursue that? Can I find that? Can I ask other people what that might be for them? But don't just blindly tell yourself that because something is pleasurable, it makes you happy because that is going to be a really slippery slope. We'll see you tomorrow.